right, all right. Test, test, test. Check one, two. Facebook, and we are live on Anchor, but welcome to another edition of the Professional Playboy Podcast. I am your humble host, King Issa Ali, and I have a very, 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 very special guest in the motherfucking building. Go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Tell them who you are. Choo Choo, Mr. Pony Wax, formerly known as Choo Choo, the Dirty Mac. Um, some of y'all know my, my uh, what's, the, what's that word? Moniker, um, birth name. I usually I don't go by that. So if you know it, you know it. You only know it because Facebook forced me to do that about four or five years ago. Other than that, for years you all know me as Chew. I didn't have really whole relationships with females. I'm talking about for years. They only knew me as Chew. So we don't stick to that. Dig, dig, dig. Well, tell. Well, first and foremost, man. Um, the people on Facebook Live know who you are, of course, because you're my business of partner. Of course. But the people on Anchor FM do not. So, won't you go ahead and tell them um, a little bit about yourself, man, how you got started? And- All right, so check it out. If you're on Anchor, um, and you're probably unfamiliar with the product, or you probably know a little bit, I'm not sure where you at with that. Well, it's for, for, it's for, first and foremost, let's introduce the product. Indeed. Let's, it's, today's podcast is brought to you by Pony Wax. You know what I'm saying? It's an edible massage oil. Get you a bottle. I'm holding this pink lemonade, which is my favorite. I have been putting it to use. But uh, this is actually the owner and the creator of it. But So tell them who you are. Tell them about your background and all that good stuff, man. All right. So generally, we freestyling today. So, you know, I really don't have my thoughts organized. So I'm just going to be spitting out different things. Sometimes I get lost in the thoughts. Sometimes I might carry on the conversation that's probably going nowhere. But who I am in all professional playboy choo-choo uh, came up with that moniker about around 2000 something like that. You know what I mean? And Because and uh, people had a perception uh, about the lifestyle and the business I was in. Um, it was either Luke or you was pimping. They, they really didn't know where that line threaded on, you know what I'm saying? Um, with that being said, I had to come up with something where I'm not physically on a corner pimping women, nor am I straight up just shake dancing. I was kind of had the females kind of in between, you know what I'm saying? I always been a player, so okay, my so thing tell, was so let's go, let's go a professional player. What, what's, let's go into your history, man. How did you get started, man? What what possessed you to get started with some of the women? And, and um, for those who don't know, you, you were in the, in the adult industry in the early 90s. Right. Why don't you uh, talk a little bit about that, man? Uh, the beginning of yeah. two is where y'all going with that. Um, it actually started in, in 95, 1995. Um, some, friends of, uh, some friends of mine, we was trying to go to Freaknik. I was just hip to Freaknik the year before in 94 um, and the reason why is R. Kelly had a video called Summer Bunnies I don't know if Summer Bunnies drive me crazy right and it was a bunch of just sexy women he was on a basketball court these women was all around and I was telling my partners at that time hey man we need to get all them females to come to our parties because we was trying to throw parties while we was in high school uh, you know to raise money somebody told me said, man R. Kelly didn't do nothing but go down to freak Nick Right? This is the first time I even heard it of Freaknik. Like, what the hell is you talking about? I said, man, Freaknik is an annual event that happens in Atlanta. It's the black college um, turnout instead of, you know, kids who couldn't afford to go to uh, wherever the white kids was going. I forgot. They, they usually go off to a different island somewhere and party. But the black kids who couldn't afford to, to, to leave the state, let alone the country, they stayed right there in Atlanta which is a big HBCU down there. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of historical black colleges. Those students who stayed behind and couldn't go to Cancun or whatnot, they would get together annually and throw their own event. It actually started in 81. Uh, Freaknik started in 81, for those who want to know the history. And it started among the colleges, but I'm going off track right now. Where I started was 
when he told me about it in R. Kelly's video that those girls was just girls that he 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 uh, filmed that freak nigga. I said, well, we need to get down to goddamn freak nigga. Okay. With that being said, the the next year we ended up going to freak nigga. And I got to see all this stuff live and up close. Half naked women just walking around, big old booties and thickness. And, and keep this, in is mind, the, this is the era before all them surgeries, right? Uh, right, right, right. So this is all genuine. You know what I mean? The females walking around, they were just sexy and country. And the difference is with the women down in, in the southern states, they don't have no issue approaching you if they like you. I had to learn that when I went out of state, man. Them females down there like you. They like you, and they'll come up to you with their country slang. It's like, hey, boy, I like you. You cute and all. Right, and right. they'll game you. With that being said, since me and my crew was already trying to throw parties here in the city of Milwaukee, I said, man, we need to incorporate this freaknik thing and take it back with us to Milwaukee. So now we're getting into the birth of Choo Choo the Dirty Mac. Okay. I was already a rapper. Um... You know what I'm saying? I was a ribber, ribbing people, so I was a comedian, being a funny dude, and I already had the skills to, to uh, organize and conduct and throw parties based on me and my crew, and that was how we raised money. Instead of selling dope and whatnot, we would throw parties. Coming back from Freaknik, I said, man, we need to incorporate all our events into this freaky stuff. Okay. From there, we started throwing the Milwaukee Freaknik. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Milwaukee was totally hit to it. They loved the whole concept because we was the only ones at that particular time. In 95, people wasn't bold enough to just straight promote um, a freak party. And keep in mind, this is um, there's no internet. There's no uploading your flyer to Facebook and um you have, IG, to really you have to really get out there and put your, uh, your your flyers and stuff out. So it was bold the fact that we have half naked women on flyers passing them around. We was like the only group bold enough to do that. And that instantly labeled us Two Live Crew of Milwaukee, Two Short of Milwaukee. Of course, me, Luke of Milwaukee, was my original moniker. And that was actually given to me by the comedian D Rock. At the time, D Rock. Had a TV show on Channel 14. He had he had invited me to come to his show based on my party because I had hired him as my DJ. He was my he was one of the original DJs who did my parties. Okay. He said, since I got this little cable show, come on to the show. When he brought me to the show and we started going over the footage and the flyers and how we was promoting it, he instantly said, Hey man, you must be you like the Luke of Milwaukee. How did you get the name the Dirty Mac? The Dirty Mac came when was my was uh I was already called Choo Choo as a rapper. Since I was already Choo Choo, and people started seeing me throwing these freak parties. Um, instantly, you already say a dude who throwing these freak parties and got all these wild women, half naked women walking around. You instantly say, "Oh man, that nigga Pimpin', that nigga Mackin'. You know what I'm saying? Choo Choo man, Choo Choo the Mac. You know what I mean? And it kind of it kind of stuck. It kind of stayed with me. When people say, "Man, you you you, you dirty Mackin out here," actually, dirty Mackin is actually a derogatory it's a, it's term. A derogatory term. That's what I want. But, that's what I want to get into. But sometimes terminologies in other parts of of the country might be different than your region. So when they referred to me as dirty Mackin, it wasn't to implement that I was out here dirty Mackin and. And doing foul shit. It was to say my game just I'm I'm macking so hard that man you you sweet with it, you dirty with it, you nasty with it. And they were saying it in that sense. Okay. Okay, so it wasn't that it was you, never So you you wasn't like uh doing underhand shit, shit no, no, to, no. to get niggas bitches or anything. None of that like shit. That. None okay, of that shit. Okay. Just hey man, you know. The, the dirty just kind of had a little a little ring to it, you know okay. what I'm saying? Okay, we can go there. It couldn't be choo choo the clean mac or choo choo the smooth mac. It didn't. That didn't really have no no catch to it. That dirty just had just a little bit more bite to it. Um, usually, if you're in the game, and this is like when when you come across some stump down pimps, they'll say things or do things that's not part of the norm. That's right. With that being said, the reason I brought that up, like a pimp can go outside and wear all pink and have his nails done, have long hair. You think, nigga, anybody else, he could be considered a, a I don't want to use derogatory uh, A metrosexual hawk. Right. Almost, almost a moist nigga. Right. But when you pimping, 
you can get away with certain things. So with me calling myself the Dirty Mac, based on the game that they associated me with, they didn't they didn't say it in a derogatory way, and I didn't carry it as if I'm using it in a de- uh, derogatory way towards me. So that ain't I'm just you the Dirty Mac. So let me ask this. So let me ask this. From from you being like the Milwaukee Luke and doing the um, you were doing the porno videos, which I actually own, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, my question to you is, what made you do the Dirty Mac route instead of doing like the pimp route? Like well, the full fledged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down, no, no, no. I totally get that. Totally get. I, I get and, and that's a, a, a excellent question. Because um, I, I actually want to get the reason why I decided not to be the Right, right, right. Now, my story is going to be drawn out again because I'm long-winded, so y'all just going to have to bear with me. Well, give us the short version of the long story. I'm going to be honest with you, now. man. I, I don't even have short versions, so I, that's, uh, that's a skill that I got to practice on. So I'm going to try to brush through it as quick as I can. Um, since we was, like I said, we was throwing freak parties, right? Uh, we we decided to become a, a group because I was already a rapper, but I knew at the time nobody cared to hear some rapper from Milwaukee. So me and the crew got together, and said, "Man, we need to come up and do booty music." I'm, I'm gonna get to how I came up with the pimping and how that ties all in. We started doing because at that time we was doing songs one leg up. I don't know, like, like steak leg and all that wasn't out yet. Like whoop, there it is. Oh, like, yeah, like a lot of the, ele- the floor. Ass the up, face down. All that shit was going down, but it wasn't coming from the Midwest region, especially Milwaukee. When you think Midwest, you think of Detroit and Chicago. Nobody ever thinks Milwaukee. Right. Um, so we became a booty music group. I said, this is how we going to get Luke because we was trying to aim all our stuff to Luke. He'll put us on a Jermaine Dupree down in Atlanta with the Freak Nick. We come up with some booty music tracks. We actually made booty music tracks. You know what I'm saying? And um, that's where I wanted to stay. Even though I started rapping, pimping. You know, all my, my tracks was pimpish. People just automatically kept me in that label and that style, but I didn't want to fake the funk from the beginning. I didn't want to necessarily go out there and say, oh yeah, I'm pimping because everybody's referring to me so I, I, as a pimp. So, so what made you continue to do the music instead of going into the pimping full-fledged? I just liked how the, the, the style, I just love the lifestyle. I mean, I liked the image of pimping, but I necessarily didn't want to become one. Why not? Um, because first of all, it's illegal. That at that time, I didn't want to do nothing that's gonna cause me some trouble down the line. That was that's the only reason. Not that I'm fearful or that I didn't want to take the temp. I was the closest thing to pimping there was, and there are certain activities that I've done that I don't even really glorify. I don't even really speak of that will say, nah, nigga. You, you kind of was doing that You know what I'm saying So there was some activities I have done So let me say this On, on, on my behalf Because yeah. I, Before I, I met you You know what I'm saying I was like watching A lot of the Michael Maroy Too Real for TV DVDs And you know what I'm saying And getting exposed To a lot of game Reading different books And everything But uh, it, it came to a crossroad For me It was like Okay You can either Do this shit And, and possibly Risk your liberty And society out here or you can take the same game and apply it to something else. Number one, for, for me, I ain't want to risk going to jail and I ain't want to risk getting killed because that's all a part of the game. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't take the time to realize that. Some people just go ahead and go full-fledged in and take the risk, but with every major player in the game, there's been a downfall. So I, I looked at that. I looked at the, the, the mental stress of dealing with pimp because any pimp that tells you even without pimping dealing with multiple women is a headache regardless you know what I'm saying and a lot of people see you with see us with multiple women and think that oh that's all we do and you know what I'm saying right. and it's all good and it's all cool no, none no, of that no that, that far shit from it is far from the truth far from it so that was another thing for me man it was the whole if I'm sitting up here dealing with these women on a small scale, imagine dealing with lying, thieving, and bullshit ass hoes 
all time. You, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. That, 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 was, that was my, you know what I'm saying, deterioration from, from the whole game. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But continue. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, When I got around 20, 21, I wasn't scared of pimping. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put that out there. And like I said, there are certain activities that, that I've done and I was involved in that would qualify me. I see it. You know it. Um, to be a part of the game. So I know the game inside out. I know what to expect. I know what to to not expect. I know when you need to stand down. I know why certain women need to get their ass beat. I'm not one of them. Of course, let me off top. I'm not one of them dudes who has this complex that I'm We superior. do not condone the abuse of women on the Professional Playboy Podcast. Once again, with that being say, said, because you know, you, you always get some goofy nigga or some goofy bitch. Oh, we do not condone the abuse of women on the Professional Playboy Podcast. And with that being said, still and all, I don't have the complex issue of this is just me, so I'm not speaking for nobody else, not even fam over here. I don't have this the issue of I'm superior to a female. That's just that was always my thing. You know what I'm saying? So what the stuff that I did do, I didn't I didn't do the whole bitch you beneath me type of game. I was more of the smooth, pretty boy who just had females who liked me so much. That they was willing just to do whatever it was to stay with. It was me. the opposite thing for me because I didn't come up. I, I was kind of a geek and a nerd coming up. You know what I'm saying? For me, I had to learn a lot of the game. See, I wasn't always a smooth, pretty boy. I had to learn how to walk. I had to learn how to talk. I had to learn how to dress. I had to learn how to finesse. All that. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of it came from once again, recipes, Michael McGuire, watching a lot of them too real for TV documentaries. And for me, as far as the women is concerned, I couldn't find myself being heartless like that. You know, because right. there's a lot of heartless shit you got to do in the course. You of know what course. I'm saying? And, I, and, and, and see, my thing is this, man. We like to talk about the P, right? We like to talk about that P standing for pimping, professional playboy, prostitute. But nobody talks about the main definition of that P. You know what that is? It's with people. Were people before any of that? Were people with were people with emotions, feelings? You know what I'm saying? All that. And and truly, when you're dealing with a certain aspect of the game, you gotta manage those feelings in a certain way. But a lot of those ways are unhealthy. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that shit caused a lot of psychological damage, both to pimps and to prostitutes. Of course. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people think that you know, you know. See, when you work a hole till the wheels fall off and all that other good shit, that shit has consequences to it. Right. You know, they, you know, Fillmore Slim said, I need to let him, you know, he, he used to run up to the crazy house. And then on top of that, there's Penn that's lost their minds out here. Of course. You know what I'm saying? So the people don't take that into the account of the game that there's serious psychological implications that go along with this gap. And before you, any type of P, always remember that you a person first. You did what I'm saying? Right. Anything you want to add on to that? Any stump down P had to have some type of um, psychological issue coming up somewhere. Whether he's just saw, maybe it could have been his father. Maybe it was in his household. Maybe it's something that was in the streets. Might not have been his parents at all. Just he just wanted to run the streets, and this is what he came across. But for you to accept yourself as a P, something happened psychologically happened to you on your come up to embrace this lifestyle and say, "This is what I'm gonna move forward with. Like, this is going to be acceptable for for me." With me, for the fact that I I live a life where I got naked women around me all the time, then there was something psychological that had to happen to me. Where I find that acceptable But I made it where I don't give a damn That y'all accept me or not About doing it well, I don't Let me ask this You said something very interesting to that What struck you Because I think every man Has like a bit of a turning point You know what I'm saying Either he's influenced by something Or something traumatic has happened to him right. To where they get in, either into the pen gang The prostitution gang Exactly Becoming a player or whatever have you. What was? What do you think for you was your turn? Well, initially, 
I couldn't get no females. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And everybody who knows my history knows I was an overweight kid. Chocolate Nerd. Chocolate. Glasses, thick glasses, fat neck, fat body. I'm getting bigger now, but I'm doing it intentionally this time. But back then, the, the weight that I am now at six foot was the weight I was at five foot seven. Big difference. But I couldn't get no female. So um, I start accepting the game, even as a young person, as a diversion to say, well, this is the reason I can't get no females because they think I'm a, a player and they think I'm a man. Because I had to make some type of excuse why I wasn't getting the type of women that I was getting. Once I started losing weight and the women started coming around me, I still kept that same philosophy that, ah, oh, man, you know, I'm a Mac, I'm a player, man, I can get whatever I want and all that. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm scaring the women off, but actually they was getting more attracted to me. They, they start coming around because I became a different person physically. See, before, they was looking at me physically, this little fat nigga, you know, what the fuck he talking about? You know what I'm saying? But once I started matching my words with my appearance, and I started taking my money instead of buying what everybody else is buying at the time and start being more accustomed with my outfits and then, you know, I'm a young nigga wearing snakes and all that. I start projecting the image of a pimp, a young pimp nigga because I would go to strip clubs and I stopped tipping the chicks. See, at one point we was all going to the strip club to tip chicks. I said, fuck that. I'm not tipping no more chicks. So Once that happened, hold on, once that happened and I went to the strip club but yet the females would still sit around me Without me tipping them, then I said, Well, how much further in this game can I go? Because here it is, you got all these men sitting around waiting to tip these females who come, give you a lap dance, take your dollar, and then they walk the fuck off from your ass. And guess who they come back to sit with? They came around to sit with me. So I said, Well, Dad, I need to do something with this game where it appeases to me. I said, I don't want to call it pimping. Because that's not what I was doing. I wasn't on the corner checking a bitch like that. But there's something about me that I can get the same attention and even more so without having to trick my money well, off. And that's, that kind of just kind of built up in me. Let me ask something a little more specific. Let me, let me be a little more specific with my question. Is there anything that happened to you with a woman that made you be like, man, did you experience any pain or any hurt or any past heartbreaks that made you be like, man, fuck all this relationship shit, all this... You know, well, that took time. So that that's nothing that I can tie into me being a player from the beginning. Cause okay. I was already that before meeting the baby mama and ah, any other see, female. Was, I was, was already a, little, a player. See, I guess it was a little different for me. See, what happened for me was I went through a situation with my baby mama. See, see, I went through a lot of uh, physical. Not, I'm not gonna say physical abuse. But a lot of psychological abuse with this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, her constantly putting me in and out of the house and shit like that. And I was like, fuck it. Let me try to marry this bitch and see if that works. So I did that. That shit ended in a disaster. That shit ended with me not seeing my daughter. And I think the pain of her taking my daughter away and the pain of me dealing with uh, a punk-ass bitch, a crazy-ass bitch, you know, kind of turned my heart into what it is now. It's like, I can't really mash on bitches like that, but at the same time, I, I definitely know not to trust one. Yeah, yeah, man, that's just period. That's, you know what I'm that's your first rule to the game. For one, have confidence in yourself. Don't be scared of any, to talk to any female. I don't give a damn what level she's at. Have confidence in yourself. Two is what he was getting at. You can't trust nobody. And I always use my same philosophy when I always tie it to, to a child. You know what I'm saying? You can tell your child, don't touch the cookie. You walk off, the child touches the cookie. Do you trust the child? You don't trust the child. Doesn't mean you don't love the child. You just trust that they're still going to still be a child. They're still going to touch that damn cookie. So when I say, nah, man, I, I just don't trust nobody. Especially, I have reasons for that. Women. Like a lot of you know, since I only deal with women, I can say especially women. See what I'm saying? So I don't like doing the generalization. Generalization is when you have an incident with one, two, three, four, five different uh, certain types of, of people, and you generalize everybody. 
So I don't ever want to be that person to generalize anybody, especially women. So when I make a statement, I'm making, I'm basing it off my personal opinion and my dealings with women. Yes, I'm going to make a generalization from the women that I dealt with to That's say cool. I don't trust no female. Now, now, it doesn't mean I don't like you or love you. It did, it did. Well, that, that's that's a dope-ass history from you, man, but I got a couple topics that I want to touch on, man. Some shit has been going on in the media, which we're live, which we're talking about with, with some of the stuff that we're talking about, excuse me. Right. And um, I don't know if you've seen the shit that happened on Instagram. It's, it's, been, it's been a video of some woman right. who ran over her dude, because I don't know if she called him cheating. I think she called him cheating. That's what it was. Right. She ended up running them over, spitting on them, and hitting them with like a whole bumper, man. What, what, what's your thoughts about that, man? Like, what, what's... Well, dealing with women, and like I said, I do not want to generalize. So, who's ever watching or listening to this podcast, this might not pertain to you. I don't want nobody just to jump on no, and say, hey, we are generalized. I'm not. But, so I can only base it on my opinion and my dealings and how I would apply to that situation with the car situation. Women, and like I said, I'm basing on my opinion, are emotional beings. When you deal with emotion instead of logic and reasoning, then you act out and it's never positive. And the reason I say that, ain't no telling what that woman was doing. See, women would do stuff and women I dealt with can do just as bad or even worse but when they catch you doing something, it's a whole big issue because all of a sudden they want to take themselves outside of what they do and make excuses while whatever they was doing is acceptable. But they can't bear to see that you is able to go out here and do the same thing. So, so what, 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 what are your thoughts on on her doing that? Then I, I guess it's an act of selfishness. She was being selfish. Now, since I don't know the story, I can't even really. Uh, Give you a full, you know, what I'm saying synopsis on why she did that. It could be valid. It, it could nigga could have stole some money or something. I don't know the story, but based on my assumption, just for right now, until I get more details, she was being selfish. Because the the harm somebody is acting selfish is no matter what they've done. If they didn't physically harm you, physically harm you, put you in danger, then it's an act of selfishness. To cause harm to that well, person. Well, what about the bitch who shot her boyfriend because she refused to argue? We well, refused to that's, argue. That's with. the same thing. It's an act of selfishness. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You, you, you're going to permanently hurt, wound, or tarnish another uh, living being because of your own personal jealousy or emotion. You're not being rational. But women, not to generalize, are emotional by nature. That's why they're the nurturers. And the reason why I'm saying I'm generalizing is because we're speaking to a general audience. We're not right. talking to nobody specific. So, we're, so if it doesn't apply, you let it fly. Yeah, if it don't apply to you, then it's, it's not then about it's you. It's not about you. And I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, it do apply to a lot of y'all who will say it don't apply. Of course. Like, yeah, that don't apply to me. That's because of the type of females you deal with. Now, a lot of you females is the females I deal with. See, and, and ah, there's also type shit. There's also a story of a, I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, a dude came home to his girlfriend, wife, or whatever, and gave her a present, and the present ended up being some paternity papers. I, I, I saw that. I didn't re- see the whole thing, yes, but I stopped. But it, that. it was it was some paternity papers, and the dude was like, "Hey, you you got a month because the, ch- the child wasn't his, and the child was like three years old." And he he went, got a paternity test, found out that the kid wasn't his, and gave this bitch to the end of the month to leave out the house. Right now, you got some women out here that'll sit up there and say, "Well, he should stay because that's the only you know that's the child. She don't know no better. That's the only father she knows." What are your What are your feelings? Yeah, uh, unfortunately, um, sad for the child. That ain't his responsibility. Point blank. Period. And the reason I can speak on that because I've been in the same situation, the same Ooh. exact talk the situation. Go ahead and talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know me. Well, if you don't know me, generally I always post up my daughter. That's my child. But then there's also a son with the same name, and I don't really want to like 
expose anything, but no, in, no, a, you in can a talk sense, talking. in a sense, it's already kind of been exposed. The child, we realized, waited till he was six, realized it wasn't my child. You know what I'm saying? How did you feel after that? We kind of, we kind of already knew, but then when you get the confirmation, then it does become devastating. It does become devastating when you see it on paper. It's one thing to kind of know, like, nah, this ain't my child. But when you when you get the confirmation, then yeah, then that becomes another incident. And the same thing you were saying that the woman or that people are saying about, well, you know, that's the only person that child knows and all that. Unfortunately, that's an incident the mother has to deal with. If you went outside and, and had uh, unprotected sex, it is not my responsibility, no matter what you think, because you're dealing with emotions and you're being irrational about the situation. I'm dealing with logic, and the fact is, you need to hold that man responsible who made, who laid down and made the child with you. That's just how it is. See, I, why let him go free? I, why let him go free? You know why why like, he off the hook? I don't. I definitely don't like the double standard of of the whole situation. See, going back to the chick who ran who ran over the dude. You'll get a lot of bitches out here that'll justify that type of sucker shit, man. Exactly. You'll you get bitches justifying. Her, you know, a woman shooting a nigga because she wouldn't argue with him. You get a lot of bitches who will justify something like that. But turn but let it be one of us that did something to a woman because she cheated on us or did did X, Y, and Z. Exactly. See, let that see, let that man who found out that that kid wasn't his go to the house and slap the shit out that woman and put all of her shit out. Then for whatever reason, that dude becomes the bad guy. Right. That's the shit that I don't like. That's the shit that I don't agree with. Act of selfishness. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's all I'm saying. But regardless, but, regard, but even even besides that selfish part, there's no consequences and repercussions for women who do shit like that. Yeah, that part. There's not a lot of consequences and repercussions. You see, the, the bitch who found out that who who, who the kid who laid you know what I'm saying blamed the kid off, that bitch is just she just gonna have to find somewhere to go. Right. And I bet you some other niggas gonna take her in. She's gonna be okay. Yeah, a lot of sucker, sucker cats out here. Yeah, yeah, but regardless of the fact that there's, and even in the legal sense, she's not gonna have to pay back no back child support or none of that. Right. She's not required to. She's not required to pay back any type of monies that was that was dished out during the course of that time period where he was taking care of that child. Right. But on the opposite end. If you, if I go ahead and make a baby and that baby's not mine and I'm married to this chick, there is a law called local parentis that will still allow me or make me pay for a child even though that child is not mine. That's fucked up. <laughs> you, you dig what I'm saying? There's and, and and lesser sentences go out to chicks who do fucked up shit to fucked up. You know what I'm saying to men. Right. A, a bitch will sit up there and go hit a dude and. And do all this and accept all diff- all different types of abuse, and we just supposed to take it. Right. But the minute we we come back and we retaliate and we smack the shit out of the bitch for doing something out of pocket, oh, you should never hit a woman. Right. Right. Anything you want to say about that? Nah, you, you hit it on the hit it on the nail. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's 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 messed up how society is set up that way. You know. But, yeah, keep in mind, like I said, I'm kind of drifting in and out. No, no, no. Go ahead. So, Go ahead. We, we just in here chopping it up as, as boys, man. So let's 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 tell the people on Anchor how me and you actually linked up. Why don't you give the story from your version on how we clicked up and how we became business partners, man. And you know what I'm saying? How, and some of the things that we're doing and some of the things that we plan on doing. And some of our ultimate goals. All right. Well, with my mans here. He has a bad memory. <laughs> That's just something I observe. So I don't, I don't know if he, I don't even know if Fan really authentically knows the story. But I'm gonna see if he can stay with it. I'm gonna say he might can. He might say, yeah, nigga, I know that story. Um, how we originally met was my car was stolen. Every time my car gets stolen, I never reach out for help. I never call somebody and say, hey man, can you give me a ride for a week and shit like that. I go to the bus. Me, Choo Choo, the Dirty Mac, Choo Choo, Mr. Ponywax would get my ass on the bus because within four, three to four days, I always get me another fucking vehicle. I happened to be riding the bus one day 
It was right here on 27 and Wales. Oh, okay. I thought it was Kilbourne. Yeah, it was Wales. You know what I'm saying? And Van was on the bus stop. Now, the way he knew of me, which I don't know if... Now, let me, let me tell it before you jump in. I don't know if Fat Mac had a video of me playing or something. because It was a podcast I was listening to. Well, if you was... Listen, listen check it out. I don't know how he was able to identify who I was, but he was able to identify that I was Choo Choo the Dirty Mac based on Mac City having my material. Because at, at that time, I was exchanging adult content with a lot of different uh, underground um, porn uh, sites. You know what I'm saying? That's how I would get more content is I'll give you two scenes, you give me two scenes. I'll take your scenes because now you gave me permission to use it and I might trade your two scenes with somebody in New York. They'll give me two scenes. I might trade one of mine with some dude in Dallas. So I was able to accumulate a lot of footage just for the fact that I was doing it up here. You know what I'm saying? And I was making this underground connection. So somehow Issa knew who I was. He's like, yeah, you this dude, man. You know, I listen to Max City, blah, blah, blah. At that time, I didn't even know Max City had a podcast. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's that's me and all, you know. And then I had invited him to my birthday party. It was my 40th birthday party. It was happening down at a club, Timbuktu, when I turned 40. I remember that. Fam happened to come, right? Fam threw, he threw, it was $10. Fam uh, he gave 20 Right So instantly I already gave the man some gratitude For that and my mom said oh man this is a smooth cat Cause it's hard if you are A promoter here in the city of Milwaukee To get any type of real money Out of anybody you know what I'm saying The dudes are having a hard time paying the 10 And these was dudes I already knew They didn't really want to pay the 10 but me, I said, nigga, you finna come here and see ass and titties and shit, nigga. You better drop that motherfucker 10. Van came in with 20. Had no issue. Hey, man, he go 20. I'm thinking I'm reaching back to give him this. I said, hold, hold up, you know, because I, I stay at the door. With happy, my, happy, happy birthday. Van said, hey, that's yours. Right? So Van was in the, in the event. Still not really knowing me, but I'm, we checking out each other by. Van, man was dressed up. And Van got this big lizard-ass tongue and shit, right? So I remember the females, because we had like, I had a, a fat, it was a lingerie fashion show that we was having yeah. at my birthday party. I remember that. And they kept taking pictures with fan with this long ass tongue, right? Instantly in my brain, like, nigga, I can use that for this party wax shit, because at that time I had already invented the product. But I didn't say nothing. I don't, for one, I don't approach dudes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just kind of went over my head. Like, oh, okay, the nigga would look good. You know, for this pony wax shit, since the, you know, the females is kind of sweating them a little bit, but I didn't think nothing of it. I don't approach dudes at all. What what ended up happening is that we both was on Facebook, and I remember dudes kind of anti-religious. Me, I don't believe in none of the religions. I know that they all fake, and that's that's gonna be a whole other subject. That's a whole different. You know what I'm saying? Right I know all the religions are fake, so I. I'm willing to connect with a person Not even on some player or no Mackin type shit I said hey man Let me check this dude out Dude was like Saying some stuff Right I forgot what it was But I had ended up putting him in this one secret group Where we was exposing the bible And stuff like that And I think a challenge came up Where they was like Burn the bible You know tag somebody and burn the bible they tagged me. A couple people tagged me. Not that I could, I would do it because the shit is fake, especially the King James Version is fake any goddamn way. But like I said, that's a whole other subject. Thing is, I had put Issa, I, I tagged Fam. Fam went out with a bit with something. He had the Bible and burnt the motherfucker. Not only that, I burned the rosary and the picture of Jesus. He, he So he was more bold than I was, which I should have did it. But fam actually carried it through, right? So I start connecting with fam on that aspect. Like I see little religious bullshit, and I would just tag him in just to see what his comments was. That was it, right? So at the same time, I'm still conducting and promoting events, and I start doing uh, fashion. This is like I'm already up to maybe three, four fashion shows at this time because I was doing the lingerie 
Then I ended up doing this plus size and popping uh, thing. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of females were saying, you need to get more dudes into your, your fashion shows. He had came to me prior because he's a salesman, fam like the hustle. And he had brought the original bottles of pony wax from me. I remember he come to my house. <clears throat> he was like, where you at, man? Right? I told him about where I was at. I didn't know fam was up the street. He said, man, I'll be there in a second. I'm thinking the second was, nigga be about 30 minutes or so. That nigga came within seven minutes because he was up the street, but I didn't know that at the time. I remember so. Oh, shit. This is like the first wholesaler of Pony Wax. First nigga to wholesale some Pony Wax was this dude right here. Gave him some bottles. You know what I'm saying? He had his oils on him and everything. He got the Pony Wax from me. I kind of gave him a rundown of what this shit was. But from there, we kind of just lost touch. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because keep in mind, I don't hang with dudes. I just like hanging with bras all day. No offense to bras. I don't like using the terminology. I, don't, I just like hanging with females all day. But once I seen him at the party, I remembered the female saying we need to get more dudes into the fashion show. So since I already had his connect on Facebook, I reached out to the Hey, man, you want to do this uh, fashion show? That's how we connect. Yeah. He said, he said, fuck it. This was his word. He looked, said, fuck it. Let's do it. That's how that happened. And then we we just connected from there. You know. What's I, your story? I, I, <laughs> I, I know. I would go on with it. No, no, no. That's pretty much it. And I actually forgot about the party. But, <laughs> but I was like, oh shit, I did go to that party. Yeah. But yeah. Um, no, what what the main thing that stood out to me, man, is uh when you had, of course, when you asked me to be a part of the Plus Size and Pop Fashion Show, I was like, man, look, man, the only way I can do the, like, go and go to rehearsals if I get a ride. Duh. You know what I'm saying? And all I remember is us just kind of chopping it up, and us really got it, and we figured out we got more in common than what we thought, and then we just... See, I'm going to thank Fat, Fat Mac for that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, Fat Mac is pretty much the glue. If you kind of think about it, because the game he be spitting, mm -hmm. the lifestyle he was living, you know what I'm saying? So I already knew of Fat Mac. Fan was listening to, to Fat Mac's podcast. He was making his connection with Fat Mac. We both in Milwaukee. It only kind of made sense. Yeah. So Fat Mac is pretty much the glue of that. And then I'm definitely going to have Fat Mac on this show. You know what it I'm is. Saying? Yeah, yeah. But man, man, G, I... It's, it's been nothing but a pleasure having you on here, man. You got a piece of game that you want to give the people, man, before you go? Man, listen, it's... I think because my brain is built up with so much goddamn game, give I wouldn't know where piece, to start. Right? Just, give me, just give him a piece, man. Give him a jewel from the kitchen. I'll go back to what I've already was spitting. Being a professional playboy, from my terminology, is not about playing women. It's about knowing the game so you don't get played by it. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to know when some bullshit is happening or about to happen. You got to know when a female get with you. I don't care how fine she is. You got a time. How quick was it for me to get that pussy? <laughs> she gave me the pussy right away? What makes you think you the only nigga? She didn't gave that pussy to a whole bunch of other niggas quick that she thought was cute or in a, in a certain light to her. See, a lot of niggas, you get caught up on bullshit because you think, oh, this girl got with me. She done did all this and that. Then you fall in love with the pussy. Then you find out she got about four or five other niggas around her. Now you want to go kill niggas and fight niggas and do dumb shit. Knowing she had satellite niggas You know what I'm saying? Her. Once you got the game and you accept the game, when they come to you, you already know what it is. Before you let her into your house or let her into your personal circle. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's all about having confidence in yourself. If a woman come, she leave you, let her leave. Don't be jumping and trying to beat up and chase down and shoot the niggas she with. And the reason I keep saying shoot the niggas she with because that ties into something that almost happened to us. Over a female, neither one of us was dealing with. You want to you wanna get into that I story? I said that, that should be a whole nother story. You got different podcasts to go on. This way at least, at least have y'all come back and hear the story about how we was about to get killed, shot. A nigga was on a suicide mission because I don't know how he thought he was going to ride around Milwaukee after he done shot niggas. So he had to been willing to kill himself. You had to, because nigga, I don't want to get excited, but <laughs> stuff was going to happen had you just blatantly killed Choo Choo and Issa over some dumb shit that didn't happen. You wasn't going to just be riding around Milwaukee freely like that. He a cool dude now, no hard feelings, so I don't ever want to bring up nothing. But I'm saying that situation 
wasn't the suck, right type of serious. That was some sucker yeah, ass we shit. We don't talk about sucker attacks. Fan was gonna kill some innocent talk. women behind a female he assumed we was fooling with. So I'm saying, you gotta have confidence in yourself. When they come into your life, let them go when they ready to go. Had no hard feelings about it. I guess my piece of game for the day is uh, ultimately value yourself as a man. You know what I'm saying? Take time to better yourself as a man. Educate yourself. Educate, you know what I'm saying? Just about any and everything. Become, as a professional playboy, one of the terms I like to use is, a, is an urban renaissance man. You know what I'm saying? Being well-rounded with everything and, and in all different types of things. You know what I'm saying? You can place yourself in a different circles. But valuing yourself as a man pretty much means you don't put no pussy above no women above yourself you know what I'm saying you don't put it above your principles you stand on principles and then you make the women around you stand on those principles and let them they they gotta accept what you set out and if if they don't it's cool they can leave they don't have to they don't have to fuck with you let them bounce they don't have to fuck with you if they don't like the fact that you, you now be honest now, being a professional playboy and valuing yourself is also means being honest with yourself. Right. See, you can't sit up there and, and lie to yourself and then you turn around and lie to the women that you deal with. What's that? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's where the busted cars and, and fights and all that old goofy ass shit takes place is because you lying to these women because you lying to yourself. You don't want to sit up there and tell yourself, hey, I want to have all these different women. You know what I'm saying? You rather sit up there and tell bitches, hey, you the only one. And yeah, that's, such that's shit. not the case. Yeah. yeah. Cheating it doesn't make you a player. No. Say cheating that again. Cheating is sucker shit. Say that again. <laughs> cheating does not what? Does not make you a player. You are not a player because you cheat on females. If you got a girlfriend, baby mama, wherever you stay with, and you sneaky and creeping and she don't know it, you are a sucker. That's some sucker hoe ass shit. You a player if you can have that woman and she accepts you being with other women. Whether she um, likes it or not, she knows what it is. You know what I'm saying? She knows what it is out the gate. Mm-hmm. And you can't be afraid to let them go. You cannot be afraid if, if any of these women I don't care how good she fucks you Sucks you Whatever oh, If she's not willing to To Lay down Lay down to your will And bow down to your will She really can't be around you like that Now I understand There's different women That have You know Different purposes in your life Or whatever And you gotta keep them In their proper position But For the most part, man, if she's not abiding by your guidelines and she wants to be around you on a constant basis, you cannot be afraid to drop them. Indeed. Hands down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you. Yeah, it might hurt a little bit. Yeah, it might not oh, feel good. Oh, it's gonna stay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but you, you gotta. You just but it is what it is. Back. But the cure to the cure to losing a bitch is to gain another one, and then another one. How about gaining three more after that, Jack? Now, another thing I want to always do. level up too. Yeah, yeah. If you lose if if you lose a female, make sure the next one you get, you leveled up. I want to read Don't wanna, step back. Don't wanna, fall back down. I want to read an ex an excerpt from Don't don't get a female that's right here. She she do some sucker shit and, and dip out and then you fall back down to this female down here. No, no, no. She's right here. Your next female, you level up over her ass. Tower up over her ass. Now, before before we go, I'm going to give the people a little bit of news they can use. I want y'all to go get this book right here. Original Game, Interview with an Old School Player by my man, Original White Folks. The Professional Playboy Playbook is coming out. Uh, the Return of the Mac movie is coming out. But before we get off into all that, I want to read something to you, man. A player has to choose this woman like a jeweler chooses a stone for his ring, i.e. very carefully, with a trained expert eye for detail, examining for every flaw, facet for flaws, imperfections, and outward signs of decreased value. For like a diamond, in a time of need, a player in possession of real value, enabling him to get out of a hole. If that player has a bullshit bitch, he ain't got nothing coming. If I, I prefer to grow my own, so to speak. A virgin in the game is called a turnout. 
I would much rather have a turnout if I had my druthers. All I need is a woman with a reasonable degree of intelligence and at the least a desire, if not a hunger for the game. Being a fine bitch helps. The rest of who and what is what she becomes is on me. Like a freshly trained mind, diamond in the rough, a jeweler can cut that stone any way he wants. He can make it a princess cut, emerald pear, or a heart-shaped cut. He may simply prefer a plain, a brilliant, or a plain but brilliant round cut. Bottom line is that <clears throat> it's not tainted by someone else's possible mistakes or plain fuck-ups. Now, with all that being said, as a professional playboy, as a player, even if you're pimping the game, you need a bottom bitch. You need a main bitch. You need somebody that's going to understand your lifestyle. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but you definitely need somebody in your corner, man. Hey, I always say this, and you know, I, I kind of get flack about this, but I don't give a fuck. I'm going to say it. Players need love too, man. Pips need love too. I mean, I understand that love is going to come in a different aspect. It's not going to be the same as, you know, a husband and a wife. But if you got love for the game, if you got love for yourself, if you got love for your bitch, man, then it's all love. You know what I'm saying? Anything that you want to say and add on to that? Nah, um, keep your confidence up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just just learn the different uh, aspects of uh, people you deal with. When I spit game, I'm not just spitting it for the dudes either. I spit game for females so they can understand as well how not to get played by sucker-ass niggas. So my game is, is universal, it's unisex, it's, it's for everybody. I'm not targeting anybody in particular. If you pick up on what we're saying, you're gonna get a lot of game on both sides. So I also definitely wanna come back and do something. And I'm gonna one day just speak strictly to the females on what to watch out for. You know what I'm saying? Your role. I got a different outlook on how females should carry themselves. I don't give a damn what you do, that's just me personally. You can be out here, Dressed as a nun, you can be out here half-ass naked. I'm not going to judge you either way. That's just me, personally. I don't care. I accept you for who you are. You know what I'm saying? And and that's, you know, that's my outlook on that. But, yeah, Indeed. be confident in yourself. Most definitely, man. And remember, man, the man or the woman that you choose, choose wisely. You got to choose like you're choosing a president, like you're electing a motherfucking president. You know what I'm saying? Because this is a person, especially if you're a man, and if you stand on principles, that woman that you choose has to represent you. You, you, you dig what I'm saying? You got you got to thoroughly examine the people that you have in your life, man. And with that being said, man, we are running low on time on this podcast. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Choo choo. Anything you want to promote um, before we get up out of here? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was freestyling today, so I really couldn't narrow down anything. So I just want y'all to know that ahead of time. If I was to come back, I would kind of, you know, be glued and stick to whatever the topic is. But we do got some movies come out. Actually, I don't. I didn't even want fam to spit the name based on where we at. Because we just kind of in an environment where everybody like to kind of steal everything, you know what I'm saying? But we are coming out. There is some 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 player ass, pippish ass movies we about to drop, and nobody else can play the role better than us anyway. So it is what it is. We definitely need some people to come out for that. No matter what region, area, city, state you're in, reach out to us and see if you can see how somehow you can be a part of that uh, that project. You got a phone number. Um, if y'all want to hit us up, man, four one four. Three six eight zero one zero zero. You can always <clears throat> hit hit the email uh, ponywaxmedown at gmail.com ponywaxmedown at gmail.com We always use the hashtag ponyway only way. Hashtag this way, it connects you to pretty much everything we got going on. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's pretty much it. But like I said, when I come back, I, I'll be a little bit more. Uh, oh, it was good, man. It's, it's been nothing but a pleasure. It is. Nothing but, you know what I'm saying, an honor. Not only knowing you as a friend, man, working with you, and now doing this podcast with you, man. Thank it you is. so much for everything. And with that being said, y'all niggas be cool and careful, and I'll talk to y'all niggas sooner than later. Peace.